Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Jacob Anson, one of the co-founders of Agency Junior. Jacob, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me on. Our pleasure. Let's go back in time just a little bit. Um, how did Agency Junior get started? Yeah, so we, me and my partner, uh, we started the agency, I think, right now, three and a half years ago. Uh, at the start, it wasn't even an email marketing agency. We were just focusing on Facebook ads. Uh, we noticed there was a, the market was too saturated for us to really pop out and uh, start getting any traction. So we decided to switch over to email marketing. And um, yeah, that seems like was the right choice since we pretty quickly got a lot of traction and we just uh, rapidly grew uh, to the point we're at now. Awesome. And who are the types of clients that you're serving now? Yeah. Uh, so right now we're primarily working with e-commerce stores. So usually stores selling physical goods. So anything from shoes to gym clothes to you know, fishing equipment and so on. Uh, but we also have uh, tinkered and worked a bit with SaaS clients. So maybe any applications, productivity apps, and then also info products. So any courses and stuff like that, but primarily um, e-commerce clients. And what are some of the most common issues that you're helping them solve? Yeah, and uh, in short, it's getting their existing customers to come back and buy again. Uh, usually businesses focus on getting the first customer. The first customer comes and then nothing really happens, happens after that. Email marketing really steps in as the perfect solution to nurture those customers and have them come back again and again and again ultimately boosting your overall lifetime value of the customer and also helping with the profitability of the business. That makes a lot of sense. What are some of the biggest mistakes you see them making that you're helping them fix? Mm -hmm. The first and the biggest mistake is not doing any email marketing at all. Uh, if you're not doing any email marketing at all, you'll be much better if you do anything uh, in that regard. Uh, but if you are doing some email marketing, this comes down to the right strategies. First of all, have all of your core automations set up and uh, running. Those really will just be robots working in the background, generating extra revenue for your business. Um, then also on the other side of the campaigns, like these, for example, New Year's sale, Black Friday sale, and then the other miscellaneous marketing promotions campaign, just having a 
good cadence and a good frequency on them. Businesses usually, which we have seen, might send out two, three, four, maybe six campaigns a month, but uh, you really should be around 12 to 15 a month to capitalize on them as much as possible. So it sounds like we need to e-commerce, we need to email and connect with our audience more. Um, how do we make sure we're doing that in the right way? I know you've got some ways to engage audiences that um, maybe have bought before, but haven't bought in a while. How do you kind of come up with those themes? Talk a little bit about the creative process. Yeah, good question. Uh, obviously, this very much depends on the type of business. Right now, I'll be talking primarily about e-commerce. Um, usually, these business owners, they have a pretty good understanding of who their buyer is. Uh, that's how they get the first acquisition. So if you really understand who your buyer is, basically based your marketing on that on the email side as well. Talk about their problems, talk about their issues. And uh, more precisely, like a, also kind of like a big mistake people do is they only send out promotional emails. They talk about how great our product is, our product does this and that, and so on. But uh, you also have to give something to the customers before you can take something from them again. So that's why it's extremely important to do also value-based content. If you're a dog store, you can send, out, send them out a campaign from time to time on how to feed your dog correctly, um, to make sure he's obedient, he or she is obedient, and so on. Make sure you also give them value. First of all, that's going to create a better relationship with the customer and also set your brand more as in an authority position within your respective niche. Um, and then also comes down to segmentation. Obviously, your whole customers, that's a big ball of different people maybe some of them as you mentioned bought something before some of them didn't bought before so you can target them based on those specific things for example what we do uh we like to do is for example have specific campaign uh sent out almost every month only to the non-buyers which we have collected and it, here we like to speak to them directly it's not just like a general promotion we say hey for example peter uh, we saw you've been in our list for two or three months. You haven't bought anything. So just wanted to check in, check in with you, uh, see how everything's going. Maybe you had any questions. And also here's, let's say, a 20% 20, 20 uh, discount code in your first order, something along those lines. Uh, that, that, that absolutely makes sense. Where do you get your ideas from? A boring answer. First, I would say it would be from competitor um, research. Uh, that's, I think, what most marketers do. They just look at what other brands within their niche do. And second of all, just uh, testing and iterating based on that. You test out the new idea, see if it works. If it doesn't work, think why it doesn't work, and then just go from that point on. Um, yeah, just iterating, looking what other people are doing, and then going from that point on. What are some examples of some of the different types of industries that you're marketing in? Mm -hmm. So we had the luck to work, I would say, practically in any niche, maybe not all of the niches, but a wide variety. We have worked with footwear stores, clothing stores, makeup stores, uh, within the pet niche, fitness niche, traveling niche, and anything in between. I think there's not a lot of niches we haven't worked in. So yeah, like the email marketing principles, they generally apply to every niche. You just have to tailor maybe the marketing slightly on the target audience and so on, but the principles will, will, are still the same. For sure. If you've got 
um, you know, dozens or hundreds of clients in different industries, you not only have to keep your finger on the pulse of all things email marketing, but also the industries that you're helping serve clients in. How do you stay on top of all of that? Okay, good, good question. Uh, first of all, keeping a close touch with the clients. Uh, that that obviously gives a good boost uh, because the clients always obviously have to be on top of their game since clients usually work on the acquisition client acquisition side of things we just take the clients which they have acquired and nurture them and make sure they're coming back uh, so a lot of the insights actually come from the clients directly and outside of that just looking at the global trends see what's going on and uh yeah basically gets everything sorted talk a little bit about the team that you built yeah, uh, for us, since as I mentioned at the start, as we switched email marketing, our growth was very, very rapid. Um, I think we went from just me and my partner to, I would say, around 30 people within one year. Wow, um, how do you manage that kind of growth? <laughs> also, we're also fully remote, we're very flexible. This comes down to systems. If everything is properly systemized and structured, it really isn't that hard. Also, continue growing past that point. I think at, the, our, at our peak, uh, we reached slightly over 50 people. Keep in mind, not all of them are fully full-time. I think the core full-time team at that point was around 30 people, and the rest were part-time or on contract basis. Uh, but the growth just comes down to how your team is structured. Uh, for us, basically, we just made sure that all of the positions which you hire for, they're clearly structured. What are the responsibilities? Uh, what will they be working on? How will they be working on all of that? Make sure all of that is documented, create a process around that. So you can pretty efficiently hire people. You just need to get people on interviews. If they meet the criteria, just onboard them and they have everything they need to do laid out clearly. And uh, it really isn't that hard if you have the base or the foundation ready. How do you maintain and grow a company culture if you've got 50 people all over the world? Mm -hmm. uh, here, I'll have a slightly different answer. Uh, for us, I think why our employees or our team members um, like being with us is not necessarily so because of certain company culture. It's more so that we give them a lot of freedom and a lot of flexibility, which I think is missing within a lot of companies. They've been used to daily meetings, daily huddles, close management, and all of that. Uh, for us as an agency, one of our val core values within a team is to give them as much flexibility and as much freedom as, as they need or as much uh, we can. And uh, they really appreciate that. Uh, it just gives them a hundred, I would say like a 180 degree switch from their usual working environment to working with us. It also allows them to shine their brightest, so to say. So uh, for us, it's more so giving the team members a good place to working and the rest is, the rest is good. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, you've achieved so much success for your clients and your firm. What's your biggest challenge now? Biggest challenge? Uh, looking for, I would say, maybe the next uh, big thing. Uh, at this point, I would say we have reached a pretty comfortable spot. Everything is pretty structured, systematized, and doesn't require too much effort for us to keep things going and running. So basically just looking like what's the next big cha challenge or the next big step we can take. Uh, for now, right now, I think just figuring that out would be the uh, the biggest challenge right now. 
you've achieved some incredible results for your clients. Can you talk about an example of a specific client, what they kind of were struggling with, what they hired you for, and then kind of the amazing results you were able to engineer? Yeah. Uh, here, I think I'll maybe then talk about our biggest case study. Uh, this was actually not an e-commerce client, was the one of the few SaaS slash app, app clients we had. Uh, essentially, they were launching a new fitness app and uh, they needed help on the email side of things. So uh, we hopped on board. Uh, we developed, developed a launch strategy on how we're going to help them launch this app. Uh, together with an influencer. Uh, in short, we developed like all of the plan from A to Z on how the email side will look uh, from lead generation of the leads, hype of the leads, uh, the early launch strategy, and then the general launch strategy. And through that, on the launch, I think we're able to generate over 250K in total sales for the app. And I think around 150K came from email marketing directly only on the first uh, 24 hours. I would say that has been our most successful case study so far. And maybe an also other quick one. Uh, last year, we used uh, one of our also core launch strategies during Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And we helped a European brand do, I think, 137K euros with just one email on the Black Friday sale launch day. Here again, we've made, made, made the whole strategy from A to Z. How all of their customer lists basically re-engaged, warmed up, lead generation, early launch, and general launch. And uh, yeah, that's how we achieved the results. Those are incredible results. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Best about what I'm doing. <laughs> Good question. Uh, I I, th I think I'm a person who really enjoys to structure things, have things structured, and just make sure that they're self-sustainable. Uh, so for me, just building things, structuring things and make, making sure everything is solid, tight, compact and working efficient, as efficiently as possible. I think that brings me the most fulfillment. Uh, so yeah, just making sure everything is structurized and on the new things, working on the vision, all of that. That's awesome. For our folks who are watching and listening and want to learn more about what you're doing, where is the best place for them to go? Yeah, uh, the best place would be go to our website. On the website, you'll be able to see some of our email examples, some more case studies, see exactly how we can help you. Uh, that's going to be agencyjr.com. And yeah, you can just go there, see what we do. If you want, we can also hop on a call. We can see if we can help you scale your email marketing as well. Awesome. This has been Seth Green with Jacob Ensign from Agency Junior. Jacob, thanks again for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727 888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. 
To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.